Well, a very warm welcome to another episode of Church Talk, where we talk about church. And uh, uh, we're just doing this series of episodes um, as City Hope Church because uh, I've been blessed with an incredible team around me as I get to lead this amazing church in Joburg. Um, and people ask me all the time about the team, about how we got this team together and uh, just some of the stories around. And so we thought we would do that. And I'll chat to some of the department leaders and some of the, the people involved in our teams. Um, and so today I'm really excited because we are talking all things women's ministry. This is just amazing. And it's been one of the best things uh, I think that I've seen over the past few years in the life of our church. I think it's so important for the church. Uh, and so with me, we have Lorelei Harvey. Big warm welcome. Oh, and um, Lorelei is just amazing. Uh, we've known each other for many, many, many years. And I've, what I've seen about you, Lorelei, is you do genuine, genuinely just have such a deep passion for building into women's lives. Um, and we see that play out. And as a church, now in this season of our lives, we, we just get to see the fruit of that. And we're going to talk a little bit about, about uh, the title of today, which uh, is Secrets to Building a Successful Women's Ministry. But it's not going to be secrets anymore because we're going to talk about it. Um, and a lot of it is um, low and slow. And uh, we're going to talk about some of that uh, as we get going into this. Uh, but it's awesome to have you here. Um, you. And so Lorelei leads all of our women's ministries. And I think there's things that we've learned along the way that we're going to chat about. Um, and we hope that it will be a blessing and benefit to you as you watch along with us. So uh, Lorelei, um, the history behind City Women. Um, it's had its um, changes and iterations sort of along the way. But you started way back um, how did it all start and kind of the beginnings of it for you? Yeah, so we joined God First in about 2009. And I'd come from a church where I was leading the women's ministry and mm -hmm. came to God First. And there wasn't a real opportunity for me to be leading or to be investing in women. But obviously I would do it just naturally anyway because, as you say, I just really have a passion to do that, to build into women's right. lives. But I got a little bit frustrated, and so I said to a friend of mine, I'm, I need to be doing something. Why don't we just start a group? So she was on maternity leave and, uh, leave, and so we started a group in her home with probably five, six, seven women, and it grew. And then she had to go back to work, so um, we had to move house. So we moved to Vanjie's house in Four Ways, and we met there for some time, and it grew a little bit more there. And then we couldn't meet at Vanjie's house anymore, and so we <laughs> decided to move to my house and... Uh, it outgrew our home. It just there were too many ladies for us to meet there, and so we decided to move to the church. Yeah. And uh, in that time, um, uh, Marion Campbell started City Woman, and they used to meet once a month in the evenings. And so when I moved to the church, she said she we should just add it to what City Woman is doing, and so we became City Woman AM. Right. And yes. so City Woman AM is a, a Bible study. It's also just a very interactive time. It mm. was we had some wonderful times together in our home, just building community and just creating a safe space. That is very important for me in women's ministry, creating a safe space. And there was just a lot of connection, a lot of growing together, um, a lot of personal ministry. So it was a really lovely time. And um, and then we moved to the church. It, it grew quite a bit there. And then we moved onto the property that we are in, on now. And so we continue to meet and it continues to to grow and it's been going very well. And um, and then in 2018, actually, Marion asked me to take over City Woman and, uh, as a whole. So I did that 
And so the different aspects of the ministry of the City Woman PM, so we meet about four times um, in the evenings for the working ladies, and then we meet regularly, weekly, on, um, on a Wednesday morning, City Woman AM meets, and we do Bible study. And then we have our social media, and we put out videos and material on, on our social media. And then we added... Um, Come create, because I really find that women love to be creative, yeah. you know, so some of them will say no, they're not, but, you know, they're creative in many different ways, even in business and coming up solutions yeah, for business, right. they, they're very creative, and so I just thought it'd be wonderful to create community and to gather them, and so I started Come Create Me, do that about four times a year, and we do all kinds of creative things and crafting things, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've said to you, I mean, I think City Women won the prize in the COVID lockdown era because you went from no social media presence to we all had to figure that out. Uh, and you you guys, I think, just did the best job out of everybody about getting yourself present on social media and engaging with uh, the ladies on social media. And it really just took off in those lockdown times. Um, but you've maintained that throughout and it's still a big part of your ministry. Yeah, so I'm not... I was never really active on social media. Uh, maybe my gray hair gives me away. <laughs> no, but um, it wasn't something I was really into. And so, but at, in 2020, I thought to myself, I, I actually have to do this to be able to reach more women. And it'll just broaden our scope. So in January, I got some young ladies together <laughs> that are very creative. And I said, this is what I'd like to do. These are the kind of things that I want to achieve through it. Mm. And I want to continue to teach women and build into their lives, um, and I want to use this platform. So how do we do this? And they came up with some lovely ideas, and um, and it was from there. So it was amazing because God's sovereign hand was on it because we got going in the January, the February. It was up and running. Sure. And, you know, lockdown hit in March, was it? Yeah. yeah. And so it was wonderful because we had it in place and we were able to mm. use it to maintain the ministry and to maintain some form of connection with women, which yeah. was really special. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And what's brilliant about yours, uh, and you can follow City Women on Facebook and Instagram, um, is it's not just, you know, it's. I think social media in itself is a ministry. It's not just to always promote your ministry. You guys have done so well in that. I mean, that's not just there to advertise and, and promote the next thing. It's actually a ministry within itself, the type of content that you've put on there and uh, the devotionals and the encouragements and um, got such a good structure around it that I think that was part of the, the success of that. There was the consistency in it, but also that it wasn't just seen as a promotional tool. Yeah, definitely. And so it was to be able to encourage women, especially in lockdown. So our, our messages mm. were very encouraging and just to, and also for the connection, obviously, but to encourage them, continue to teach the word mm. of God. And then, but also to give women, and this is big for me, is to be able to um, build into women's lives at many different levels. So to be able to equip women to be able to do ministry. So this was another area that we could use for to raise up some women. Mm. So there are women that have an ability to teach or even to share an encouragement, but they didn't have a space to do that. And so this is a great way, you know, in preparing a video or writing. Some women write brilliantly on our team. Yep. And so they were able to exercise those gifts and use them to encourage other women. So mm. it was it was dual. You know, we were encouraging women, but there were women growing as well. Sure. Um, and gave them opportunity to yeah. use their gifts. You know. Oh, that is brilliant. All right. So that's a little bit about uh, the history and uh, kind of where it is now. Um, and it really is just such a flourishing ministry within the life of our church. Um, and so you've had this question many times over the years, and we've all heard this question posed, which 
I think is a bit of a ridiculous one. But when people ask that question, is women's ministry actually necessary in the church? Mm. What do you say to them? Well, I asked that question myself. And funny enough, I actually, <laughs> you know, there were times I thought, do we really need to be doing this? You know, and especially at times when there's a bit of a lull or, you know, your, your gatherings aren't attended very well. You're thinking, well, is there really a need for it? Because, you know, they're getting the word at church and they're interacting and, and building community in other spaces. So is it really necessary? So I did ask myself and I spent time with women just asking them that question. Whenever I had coffee with them, I'd say, what do you think? Do you think it's necessary to have a woman's ministry? And most of them would say yes. But mm. I've come to the conclusion that it is a very vital part of a church. Uh, it's it's very important because, you know, like I often say, women speak women. And um, it's I like, like that. You, women speak women. Yeah, and it's, it's like we understand one another, and um, and you know, guys don't always get us, and how much we have to talk, and how we want to talk about <laughs> our emotions, and how we want it's to talk true. things through, and so for us to be together is very helpful, you know, and for us mm. to talk about things that are relevant to us and to our seasons of life. Mm. So I find it it's so important that we do actually get together, and uh, and just to. <clears throat> excuse me, to create a safe space where we can actually share our hearts. That's very mm. important for women, sure. is to be able to share their hearts and to share how they're feeling about what's happening in their lives. So as I said, it's important for me to create those safe spaces where they can share their hearts, mm. where they feel loved, where they feel understood, where they feel accepted. And then also to to be able to grow women, like I say. So if, you know, it's a safe space for them to grow and to develop their gifts, which can then be used in the wider body and then also in their workplaces, in their own communities, in their families. So I find it it, it's so good to grow women. Um, It's a good place for Mm. them to grow and in a place where they feel comfortable, you know, with other women. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's such a vital part of uh, church life, and it's been mm-hmm. we can really see the fruit of it uh, in our own church. And so we've got City Women. Uh, it's it's an incredible ministry. What for you would you say is the vision and the mission of City Women for us at our church, um, and then some of the strategies um, that you've put to use within the ministry? So we are under the greater vision of the church, which is to help people to find, carry, bring the hope. Of Jesus. Jesus. That's right. Yeah. And so that is our heart as well. But within that, you know, we, we want to see women and build a sisterhood of women where they can do life together, they can grow together, they can develop mm. their gifts together, and then they can be used by God to build the kingdom. So for us, yeah. that's so important. It's not just an inward focus and we, we grow and we want to be transformed or just receive more information or meet more teaching. It's about being transformed by the word of God and then to, to be able to touch the lives of other people. So that is, is really important for us. Sure. So you've got spiritual growth for the women happening, but for the reason of equipping them for ministry, basically, is, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So we want them to grow in their knowledge of the Word, the Bible, grow in an intimate relationship with God, just grow as people, grow mm. in the, the fruits of the Spirit, so that their lives are they're being transformed by mm. the Gospel and uh, they are, are growing in their sanctification in the sense of they're becoming more holy and they're looking more like Jesus. That's very important for us so that there's this spiritual growth in their mm. lives, but then there's also this equipping yep. to use the gifts and whatever God has put in their hands to be able to touch the church and then touch the world. Brilliant. So, 
yeah, that that is definitely a part of it. And then mm. the, the the sense of building community that's very strong, and that yes. come creates, and we've seen it over and over again where. You know, when we've had a come create on a Saturday morning, how people are connecting with one another that would not normally meet one another. Yeah. And so there's a lot of community building happens. And even at our, our teas that we have or our breakfast that we have on in the mornings and, and then our dinners that we've had have been a wonderful success in building community. But also, again, mm. you know, bringing spiritual growth because of the times of worship and the word and the interactions with the people. So it sort of hits it on, on all, all the different levels, you know, mm. these, these events that we've had. So they've been wonderful. Amazing. All right. So that's some of the strategy around it. We're going to jump in in a second to some of the big learnings that you've had uh, over the years and specifically over these last few years uh, leading City Women at City Hope. Um, but before we get to your learnings, what would you say is there one thing that you would say to someone who's uh, getting into the space of starting a women's ministry? What is one thing to avoid? So... <laughs> You know, gossip and backbiting and negativity is a, a killer in women's ministry. So, and any ministry, I but think any yeah, any ministry. But sure. you know, women can be a bit like that. I find that they don't; they're too scared to almost go to somebody that has offended them, and so it's easier to go to a, a friend and talk about what has happened. And instead of following the biblical principle of Matthew 18 and going to the person saying, you've offended me, let's sort this thing out. So over and over again, I've had to encourage women to say, I'm not tolerating gossip. I don't do politics. I can't stand it because it breaks (laughs) down what God is doing. So I will often say that to them. I don't do politics. Go and sort it out with somebody. Don't, you know, go around the corner kind of thing. Go to somebody else Mm -hmm. to talk about what's what's bothering you. Yeah. So... Yeah, we we don't do gossip, and I've often had to have hard conversations, and I've I've preached into it, and I've I've spoken about it. So, so good, and I think that's just such a good one for any anyone in any ministry. We just don't do it. Yeah. We don't do it. Yeah. And I, I think yeah. that is brilliant. Okay, let's jump into some of the things you've learned along the way, uh, and I think uh, there's been a lot uh, that that you can share on. So, what's some of your your favorite ones, your top ones that you've figured out along the way? Yeah, there's something I just I just wanted to add. Actually, it just came back to my mind now. Is we we have been very intentional with with making sure or, or we, we're still on the journey. Is wanting younger women to be a part of us. So you know, all generations, uh, women of all seasons, and I feel like we we are getting it right in many ways. But we're intentional with partnering partnering with our next gen leaders, and so we will attend some of the girl functions and I'm trying to remember what girl stands for it's God inspired real living yeah and so this is Shout one of out. their ministries nice. and so we will attend some of their functions and we will invite them to ours and so at our conference we had high school um, girls there and that was wonderful to see this you know array of women you know in different seasons different ages doing life together and you know being in the presence of God together it was it was amazing brilliant so i find that you know that's something i've i've learned that we need to be intentional about and so the other thing is that you know i've it's so important that we have a good leadership team. There is no way that you can do ministry alone. And Simon, that's what you said in the beginning. You yeah. know, um, I'm not a lone ranger. I don't. I'm a team player. I, and I've initially, when I started or took over City Woman, I didn't have an exec team because I just wanted to find my way and find what what would work. And as I went along, I prayerfully considered who would be on the exec team. But it's yeah. so important to have a good team 
and to look at what they can bring to the table because every woman that is part of our exec team, there's six of us, adds something really special and brings wisdom and brings experience and expertise to that table. Mm -hmm. And so we just cannot do it alone. And, um, yeah, it's it's important that you choose rights prayerfully and strategically and then just tap into those gifts and develop those gifts in Mm. the women that are around that table. Brilliant. So team, better than trying to do it alone, 100%. And then I've learned consistency is key. So consistency in our character as far as leaders, us as leaders, so important. But then also just consistency in the ministry. So creating a ministry presence so that that a woman know that you're there, you're going to show up week after week, month after month. There is something consistent happening for them all the time. And eventually they will join. And so... One month when we had a city woman, I think we had 14 ladies at that, and my heart just sank. And I thought, you know, I could just give up. I could just give up. But we carried on, and we were consistent in the ministry, just consistently loving, consistently leading. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, over over the the five years, um, eventually we've we've grown the ministry. And, you know, at our conference we had 200 women, which was phenomenal. So. To stand in that room and see 200 women worshipping was just amazing. Yeah. So I think you just got to keep showing up and just showing them that you're there and they will will come. Such a good point. Just keep showing up and being consistent in it. And, you know, I I love this. You know, when you you rocked up there for your City Women PM and there's 14 people there, you know, and people always love to say, even if one person comes, you know, God will minister to them. But you're going, it's hard to create a good atmosphere. Exactly. <laughs> and you can feel discouraged in yeah. that. Um, although it is true that God will work with whoever you've got. But yeah. there is a sense. Um, but to not give up in that. If God's yeah. called you to it, you're going to be consistent in it. And and, I, and you yeah. see the fruit of it after years. Yeah. And I think that is the key. So I think for, for me, it has been the calling. You know, so to just keep pressing on and keep yeah. building and keep seeking God and trusting that, you know, that he's going to use your efforts. So the seeds that you sow and the, the efforts that you put in, you know, you'll bless the work of your hands. hundred percent. So, um, so it's being sure of that call, I think, is such a good thing. Excellent. Know? Consistency. So good. Uh, other learnings. So another big thing is that um, I've, I've learned over the years of being in women's ministry for 20 years, really. So is that women really struggle with their sense of identity, their sense of worth and value. And one of my friends said to me one day, she said, I get so tired of trying to encourage women and tell them that they are valuable. And I said to get over it because (laughs) if you're in women's ministry, this is something that you have to hit on a regular basis. This is an Achilles heel for women. They Mm. battle in this area and you have to be the one to keep encouraging them, keep showing them that they're valuable, that they love, that God loves them and they are worth so much in his sight. So you'll never get, don't get tired of doing that because you're going to have to do it over and over again. And so, um, I've got a. I took um, Beth Moore's book, "So Long Insecurity," and I formed a, a course, a four-week course from it. Uh, her material is absolutely wonderful, and I have just taught that course over and over again over the years, and spoke into that insecurity. Sure. And I've seen God just move in women's lives in in a wonderful way, mm. and set them free, and just bring them to a greater place of of healing, but and of wholeness, but of understanding their sense of worth in God and their identity. Mm in him. 
And so I think even if you're trying to build into women's lives, like I say, and, and raise them up for ministry and leadership, they are very reluctant. I've found that over the years. They are so, and I did it today again at City Woman, and I said, I'm, I'm doing a new series, and I want some of you to be involved. I said, who wants to do it? And they all sat there, you know, like, no. Yeah. And eventually one person put up their hand. But you have to give them some gentle shoves in the right direction all the time. Just okay. push them, push them, push them gently and mm. believe in them until they believe in themselves. Wow. Yeah. And so the, the more you encourage them and more you give them opportunity, they can see, yeah, I can do this. So it takes patience, you know, and you've got to be gracious and you've got to be just just be patient with them. Mm. Um, and so I do. I push them a little bit every now and again. I stretch them. But, um, you know, and you just see the growth, which is very fulfilling. Um, but you've just got to be patient with them in that because they do struggle a bit with um, – they, they doubt themselves, mm. um, you know, and their abilities. So I think it's such a good one, and you've been brilliant at that. Um, and a good example of that was uh, at the City Women Conference this mm. year, mm. which shout out First City Women Conference. And as you yeah. said, 200 ladies came through for that. Uh, just such a great moment, I think, for the ministry and for our church uh, just to see the fruit. But yeah. at that conference – um, just to see the array of women from your team and just from your sort of network within City Women that you did nudge into mm. uh, positions in the conference that I think a lot of them never thought that they would be able to do, yeah. but yet found themselves doing on quite a big platform. Yes. And uh, I think that's, uh, that, that's so key and you do so well. So thank you for that. Yeah, pleasure. And then your last one that you had on um, on some of the learnings. I love this one. Yeah, so I've learned that women really love and appreciate beauty. So they're creative, but they love and they appreciate beautiful things. And so I think that's something that I've, I've always tried to create. And Liesl is brilliant at that. But even in other settings, I've, I've just created beautiful spaces, you know, just the table mm. settings, you know, they love flowers and they like nice food and they just like pretty things. So they, they appreciate it when you take the time and there's attention to detail. That's right. And so we have tried to do that so that when a w woman walks into a room, it, it and we've had it where they, it takes their breath away and they walk in and they feel so special. They feel so loved that we've taken time to make the place look special or there's some special gifts on the, on the mm. um, plates or whatever it is. Um, and we like to do giveaways as well because women just love receiving gifts. So we try <laughs> to have those little special touches yeah. for women because we know they appreciate it. And, um, and also then it creates places for people like Liesl, and there are many others that have helped that are creative. It gives them opportunity to use their gift then to touch other women's lives. So 100%. It, it, it's a dual purpose, yeah. Liesl, another one of our dream team on staff, by the way. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but, and, that, and that sort of thing doesn't necessarily have to be a huge expense for no. the ministry or for the church. It's, as you say, it's more about the, the woman or the people coming in noticing that you took the effort to pay attention to the detail yeah. as opposed to just had a huge budget to be able to do it. Yeah, and we haven't always had huge budgets. So I've spent, and, and some of the other ladies have spent nights making little gifts and mm. you know doing things ourselves, but just using whatever resources we've had to make it special. Yeah. But it's just adding that touch. And like I said, it's just from the heart. That's what matters. It's not about just being totally opulent and mm. waste or not waste. We don't try not to waste money, but we do want to make it special. So yeah. it's not about the extravagance. It's mm. about the heart and just yeah. using the resources that you have to make it look really special. Absolutely. Love is in the detail and uh, it counts, right? Yeah. It counts. Yeah. 
Brilliant. Well, I think this has been so, so good. I think it's going to be helpful to many others who are in a place of maybe wanting to just get a women's ministry off the ground. I think there's so much in here uh, that they could take from that. Any last sort of parting thoughts from you before we wrap up today's episode? I suppose it's, again, this just that you would love, love women. So if you're starting a ministry and you feel called to that, just be patient with them, be kind, be gentle, and point them to Jesus. So help Mm. them to grow spiritually, but help them to grow in themselves and help them to a place of wholeness um, so that they can become all that God intended them to become. Mm. Um, Yeah, I think that's, that's what I would leave with you. Incredible. And something that you have done so well with us. So thank you so much for that uh, and for, for your time with us tonight. And I uh, hope that that was amazing for you. And uh, remember, you can follow uh, City Women, our City uh, Women Ministry on Facebook and Instagram. It would be great. Um, and if this helped you, we, we do trust it did and that it will help others. So please go ahead and share this with anybody that you'd like to. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Church.